You're listening to No Borders Media. This week in Quebec, upwards of 55,000 students will be on strike, the largest student strike action in years. This strike is different in that student interns, mainly from technical and professional programs, are the engine of the strike. These interns are demanding an end to unpaid work and proper compensation for their internships. The jobs done by these interns in teaching, social work, nursing, midwifery, and other professions represent jobs gendered as work done by women. This week's strike is a feminist effort inspired by the Wages for Housework campaigns of the 1970s as much as recent efforts to resist neoliberal capitalism. For perspective on this week's strike, particularly for English-speaking listeners, No Borders Media spoke with two student organizers, interns, and strikers involved with autonomous committees of the Campaign on Student Work, known as the Campagne sur le Travail Étudiant, or CUTE in French. On the eve of the strike, we speak with Laurie Bissonnette and Jackie O'Hayen, social work students and interns who will be on strike this week. Let's go to that interview right now. I'm speaking with Laurie Bissonnette and Jackie O'Hayen. Laurie and Jackie are both members of a campaign in Quebec called CUTE. It's the Campagne sur le travail étudiant, or the Campaign on Student Work. Uh, Jackie is based at McGill. Laurie is based at UCAM, the University of Quebec uh, in Montreal. Laurie and Jackie, welcome to No Borders Media. Thank you. Thank you. Laurie and Jackie, this coming week, uh, there's going to be a student strike involving upwards of 55,000 students in both universities and CGEPs. Since 2012, anytime Quebec students are going on strike, there's a lot of interest of why, and this is a very significant mm -hmm. number of students going on strike. So give our listeners an idea of, of why students are going on strike uh, this week. Yeah, so it's been uh, up to two years that we are in a campaign for the rights for interns. So um, we had a big strike in 2012 uh, about the situation in Quebec that the government wanted to uh, uh, be, I think it was 70% more um, of tuition in universities. Uh, right now, um, we are a lot of people in program that we have internship. So right now, in most of the internship related to um, feminine kind of traditional area, like culture and care, like nurse, social work, education, um, we don't have any salary, but as well, we don't have any rights as workers. So it's been two years since we're trying to get petition, we're trying to get um, over um, at the government, but it didn't work. Um, they're trying to separate the campaign between programs. So they, they try to give a little bit to the education um, program. They uh, gave a little bit at the psychologist um, people. And uh, what we're saying here is we are a big movement. As you said, it's 55,000 people in strike, but a lot of association and uh, foundation are also in solidarity with us. And um, uh, it's going to be a big week, but as well, uh, the goal is actually to be um, part of the rights as workers for the intern um, program. So when you, you're in internship, you have a salary, but as well, the right, like if you uh, have a sexual harassment or um, you're pregnant, and it's been a um, field that we're really uh, exclude from the student movement. Um, usually when we were in strike, the internship were always exclude um, because people were saying that it's, uh, it's too much work that we, we would exclude and it's going to be really hard for, um, for the internship. 
to to miss us, which is uh, really funny when you think about it, because it shows how our work is really important, and uh, we have to um, to have the salary that goes with it. Jackie, do you want to add anything? Sure. Um, I think I, Larissa said pretty much everything, right? Um, I think that what's really important to uh, to emphasize for this is the just complete and utter absence of recognition of field placements and internships as labor under the Nome Travail Civic. So that's really pivotal in the sense where um, not being recognized as labor under the Nome Quebec or under this overarching uh, rights that workers and, and laborers do have um, it, it's important in so much that we we cannot you know there's there's no advocacy that can happen on the on the part of um, of students that is grounded in in laws right so uh, not having a, a proper remuneration is a part of that and also not having any rights under that is is what's you know the, the overarching um, issue with unpaid internships and with a lot of issues that we do see happen in, in internships. Um, Lurie kind of mentioned uh, briefly uh, a lot of issues with um, sexual harassment and uh, with, you know, a lot of, a lot of problems that happen in stash placements that um, can't be, you know, can't be fought against because it's not, um, it's not inscribed, you know, in, in norms, so in uh, labor norms. What's, What's distinct or different, I guess, about this strike from what people are familiar with back in 2012 is this is a strike where people who do internships, so people who are in professional uh, or technical programs, are the people who are rep- are overwhelmingly represented as the strikers. So people in teaching programs, social work, nursing, mm-hmm. people who work as orderlies or inter- intern as orderlies, daycare workers, therapists, midwives, and this is uh, a kind of labor that is uh, gendered. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Disproportionately, women-identified folks do this work. So can you talk about that nature of this strike, the fact that the people going on strike aren't necessarily the sociology students or the, yeah. the philosophy <laughs> students or the art history students, which is, which is fine. And I know some of them are going on strike in solidarity with or to, to, mm-hmm. to support mm-hmm. your demands. And if you're in a SEJEP, the whole SEJEP goes on strike as a vote. But the fact that the motor of this strike, the engine of this strike, is people in teaching programs, social work programs, nursing programs, uh, uh, sexology, uh, midwives. Talk about that aspect of, of, of the strike and what that means. Yes. So you, you talked about the gender issue, issue, but I want to add as well that it's really related to the fact that in Quebec, um, a lot of immigrants uh, that arrive, they, they don't have the recognition of uh, their study um, in the other country. So they have to take another um, uh, class of, in university or in CEGEF. So it's um, really related as well as uh, for um, people coming from immigration. Um, so I just want to add the, that point as well. So, and as well, people coming from immigration, they are not really in the center of the student movement traditionally, um, which, uh, um, yeah, so it's really different from, from the, the different strikes because we are not in the same process and we're not campaigning about the same issue. So it's two points. First, um, we're not with the big union, the student union um, that we knew about, like, class and um, effect before. Um, we we want to have a decentralized action. So how we work it with the um, regional coalition. So right now we have a Montreal coalition. We have one in Ottawa, 
Um, we have Estrie uh, uh, as well, Sherbrooke, and we have people from other parts of Quebec uh, right now in Strike, in Rimouski, in um, Trois-Rivières as well, in Quebec, in Saint-Jérôme. So we want to decentralize the action so that Montreal or UTAM, which is really well known to be in strike and to be activists, we already have a lot of voice in the media. We want to each and everyone have their voice and also the CGF that we forgot. Um, uh, mostly in the st student strike, usually we talk about more the university. And this is also in a perspective of feminist way of uh, giving the voice to people that we don't uh, put in the media first usually. So how we work, we always ensure that we have maximum of one cisgender male um, speaker at the events. Uh, this is each and every one coalition that uh, takes this decision. So I'm speaking about UCAM, QTCAM and the Montreal Coalition. Um, so that's one aspect. The other one is to be sure that it's always the interns that choose how to do the strike. So we have committee of support for interns because we know that it's it's not easy to be in strike because your your way of studying is not in the university or in the CGEP, it's in the daycare, in the in the school. So we have to sensibilize a lot of um, a lot of this, this, all the school, all the, the hospital that have interns have to be uh, sensitized about the, the strike. And we cannot go on each and every school to uh, say to the intern that they have to, to be on strike. Um, so how we work, uh, we really give the voice as well at feminist committee. So a lot of people after 2012, um, they, they went to autonomous group uh, to be activists. Uh, alternatively to the group where we were usually doing the care. So we are in a feminist perspective theory that uh, even in the left movement, women and people um, from the LGBTQ plus movement are, are usually doing the care, usually doing the, you know, like just preparing the sandwich. It was always kind of the same, same people. And always we have support groups with um, non-mixity, I think we say in English. Um, so right now we're saying that we're not going to be, um, we're going to be ahead of this strike and uh, we're going to take the action that we need to be sure that we offer a safer space for the activists as well. Because we always forget um, that it's not just about the campaign, but it's all we do it. So right now we have cases of people doing um, a power trip and um, kind of sexual violence towards activists as well and we're not gonna like be secret about it we're gonna take action and say that um nobody um, will uh, accept that kind of thing in our movement which is really different from before um, we know after big movement like 2012 there's a lot of uh, survivors that came uh, saying that they were um, living a lot of violence in the movement but they were kind of in the feeling that they couldn't talk because it was for example, a big activist that was talking to a lot of media that was doing um, this kind of violence. So we're really trying to to say that the campaign is a feminist, but the the way we do it is uh, is as well feminist. Jackie, do you want to uh, talk about the um, the aspect of the campaign where disproportionately the the people represented or the motor of the campaign are um, uh, people who are in so-called care work? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think that a big part 
a big part of this issue being a feminist issue also touches upon this really like widespread conception that we have um, towards areas of care, right? Where um, because care in these domains, care is an integral part of, of the employment. Um, we we have uh, we really have this widespread conception that these vocations um, do uh, expect self-sacrifice in a way, right? Um, so. What we'll, what we'll see a lot is that uh, interns will, will themselves say, uh, well, it's natural, you know, that I'm not being paid. It's natural that I'm giving this much labor um, because this is, this is what I do. I'm in a helping, caring profession. Um, and it's also what we'll hear um, just in widespread society, right, where we'll, we'll hear people say, well, if you, if you want to be paid, um, you know, the money, where is it going to come from? It's going to come from these organizations that already don't have money, right? And um, so because of all that, uh, domains that are that in which care is an integral part aren't uh, aren't subjected to suitable conditions like their counterparts and that, that you know, that contribute to the more um, capitalist side of society. Right. Where there's where there's profit being made, where it's where it's privatized. Right. Um, so public domains for those reasons aren't um, don't have the same kind of conditions. So. This this strike in what way it's different is that it's really it's so multifaceted and one of those facets is really um, challenging this perception where it's okay that uh, individuals who are in nursing and social work right that are that are in the care field that it's okay for them to be receiving um, less big salaries that it's okay because you know because they're they're those kind of people right they want to help others they they want to be there for others so that's that's who they are, right? But we're really trying to challenge that and say that no, actually, even though I'm in a, in in the domain where where it's a caring profession, where I'm where it's altruistic, where we're, we're helping others, it doesn't mean that I'm not deserving. And even you know, we, we contribute to society a lot, you know, and it's, it's very it's pivotal to society in a lot of ways. Um, just because you know it's part of that, those care doesn't mean that. We don't, you know, uh, deserve like a higher salary. We don't deserve, you know, better conditions like our our, our peers do. If I can add something about the link about the other movement. Yes, go ahead. Um, actually, we are also really in um, solidarity with the movement of um, the community service that have been cut a lot in Quebec in the past years. So what we saw is the work condition of the employees in the like a center for women and community groups for mental health or the daycare system, they, they have been um, a lot on pressure. So we are in solidarity with them because what we say is it's the government that has to pay for the interns and they have to give the resources enough for the community service to, um, to have employees. Because right now what we saw is um, employees are getting up. So they, they cut off the employee and they take more interns because they don't have the resources to pay employees. So uh, we really really with those resources that we think are really important in society. Um, and it's, it's a way as well to have better working conditions for everyone that are in the same field as us. And it's not true that the internship has to prepare to be in a pre- precarious uh, kind of condition all our, our life. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so it's, I just want to make the link between, yes, other student movement, but as well uh, for the community uh, service uh, movement right now. Laurie and Jackie, you've, you've both alluded in previous responses to lessons uh, <laughs> or um, approaches to this strike that are, that are different or have learned from 
the infamous uh, 2012 student strike against uh, a tuition hike. Um, and it strikes me that one aspect of this strike is the fact that there's an emphasis on organizing within autonomous committees and perhaps um, uh, not being as centralized in, in terms of how the strike is, is being organized and that there's a real importance on autonomous committees, on regional co- uh, coalitions. So can you talk about, talk about that uh, as a lesson from the 2012 strike? So for my part, um, what I can, I'm going to go ahead and say that in 2012, I was still in high school. (laughs) Um, And so my perspective on 2012 is much, uh, it's much less than than what uh, maybe Laurie has to say. Um, But I know that just for now, I know that one part that can be completely, just completely different from 2012 and why that it can be different as well is the fact that taking away um, 55,000 students from their stash placements for a whole week. So blocking that right away is a huge part of why this, uh, this strike is so much different and is, it could be so much more, um, you know, quickly effective in that way. Um, And also why, you know, it feeds into why it has to be decentralized too. Um, But for, for the rest, I think maybe Laurie, you can talk more about how, uh, cute organizers in that way to be decentralized. I know that it's a, it's really um, part of the values of the movement, um, but how that's different from 2012, I can less I can less speak into that. Yes, um, so I wasn't in ICAM uh, as well 2012, but perhaps I I was in ICAM in 2015 where they were um, also a strike that was really different, but um, that. What kind? What kind? Um, was sorry. Was a, a strike that built a lot of my my thinking about the strike and the activist movement. Um, what I can say that is different is well, I talked uh, earlier about the feminist aspect, but as well as the actions. Um, we really um, like you know to go on a, in a march in a manifestation. Uh, it's not inclusive for everyone. So going on, on the um, in the streets, uh, with the police that we have, that the police is more and more um, violent towards the, the activists. Um, we want a movement and, a, and actions that are, that are diverse and that everybody can kind of uh, be involved with it. So the ultimate group uh, allow us to do the, this action that we want as self collective um, people. For example, we try to have this week action with like workshops so that people can come and just hear people and have a discussion. And we have also um, self-care collective kind of um, discussion uh, on Tuesday night, for example, in Montreal, we have a big event just to talk about as women, as trans and um, non-berry people, how we live the activist kind of groups and how we can make sure that we have a safe space and solidarity. So in 2012, I cannot speak for everyone. It was a big movement. It was all over Quebec. But I think a lot of people were really um, going all the way in. And then the self-care, the the care between people wasn't there enough. And that's why a lot of people uh, came afterwards with... um, with a lot of impact in their personal life. And when we say, it's, of course, a strike, it has impact, but we have to be um, in solidarity with each other and actually take care as well in the process and not 
just go with the campaign because we are a lot of people and we are a lot of people going um, with internship, but we have bills to pay, we have a child to care. So just to have um, people volunteering, we actually have men on Tuesday night for our non-mixed event that we, we call for friends um, that are going to take care of the children during the night. But this some details that in 2012, we're, we're not really... Um, there yet because it was the big kind of um, like representative of the movement that are calling the action, which is very really different. And as well, um, we don't want to be like Montreal movement. We want to be um, a movement in Montreal, but I was as well in Rimouski, as well in Gatineau, as well in Sherbrooke, as well in, in Trois-Rivières. And we want to hear about the people going in internship, not about the people representing um, for social science, for example. So there's some of this aspect that we're trying to be aware, but of course we are in 2018, so um, there's a lot of people who have experienced the past strike that are going um, with us, and they're trying maybe to have the kind of the old way again, because that's the way they know. Um, so we have to take the energy to explain why we're doing it differently and why it's actually more inclusive um, uh, for this kind of strike and this kind of movement. Laurie and Jackie, um, there'll be the strike um, this week. The, it seems like the high point of it will be on Wednesday. But give our listeners an idea mm -hmm. of the kinds of activities that will be happening uh, during the week um, in terms of people being on strike, what, what kinds of things are, are going to be taking place? Because the strike won't just be people refusing to go in for their internships, which is a huge impact right. on, on, um, on the economy, but um, it will involve other things as well. So give our listeners an idea of what's going to be happening this week. Super. So I think um, I can really talk on that uh, for McGill's side anyway. Um, so part of my role in the Social Work Student Association for the strike is organizing the week-long events. And I think that that's a really important, uh, thanks for underlining that, Jackie, because really I think that's it's an important way to um, show that student solidarity and student movements is much more than, you know, protesting in streets. And although it's a huge part, it's more than protesting in streets. It's more than um, refusing to do a certain thing or to, you know, to go to strikes for this case. Um, but it's also building discourse. It's um, it's fostering discourse. It's it's fostering solidarity. It's um, you know creating that between students so that it can be shared to the more general population. Um, so for our case, uh, maybe I can speak more for McGill um, and maybe Laurie. She can you can talk more about what's happening at Icam. Um So for at McGill, uh, what we have is. Um, Next, hold on, we'll be on. Okay, so for at McGill, what we have for next week is, for example, on Monday, we have um, an inter-university talk that actually me and Lerhi are going to be collaborating together on that. So we have, um, we're fostering a, a workshop discussion that we're calling it on um, unpaid internships, but also on feminist aspects in mobilization. So what it means to uh, mobilize with a feminist perspective um, and what it means to be inclusive in mobilization and in, the, in those kind of movements. We also have, uh, during that week, we have teach-ins. So we were lucky enough at McGill uh, Social Work, we were really lucky to have faculty um, and our graduate, our, our graduate students vote in to support our, um, 
to support our movement to support the strike by unanimously cancelling classes and by organizing uh, teach-ins with us. So we have some profs that are actually going to come in to talk about um, community work and uh, mobilization in community work and about just more precisely the um, the subject of, of internships and unpaid uh, unpaid stages. Uh, what else do we have? We have um, community, you know, community uh, dinners, community lunches. We have uh, different activities that are being fostered in that way too. Um, really, once again, to make sure that we're we're including students in not only activities that are happening uh, in signs of protest or in signs of refusal, but also in parts of um, really building the, the the conversation and bringing people to to talk about the issue and you know what are people's um, concerns about it, what are people's you know what what do people want, what do we what we want to see, um, so that we can we, we can be more equipped in uh, in this movement. And Laurie, uh, can you give our listeners an idea of what's happening uh, from your perspective, not just at UCAN, but maybe even ar- around Quebec? Yeah, um, well, um, the way that we, we talk about the, the fact that we want to decentralize the movement is that in each campus, in each region, we have different activities. Um, but in Montreal, we are a lot of students in strike. So actually, doing a strike is of course, a protest and not doing your work, but it's also a, a, a good way to have free time to do the mobilization because we, like, be, since two, two years, we're doing all this work and being a student full-time and working jobs to have money to pay the rent and everything. So we have a lot of activists that are actually going to mobilize in other campus. So there's still people that um, didn't, have the chance to have a discussion and workshop um, about the issue. So we, we have a lot of people going to, in the, well, in all region of Quebec uh, almost. Um, so that's really important for us as well um, to, to go in every campus of CEGEP of um, university as well. Um, in Montreal, there's a march in, uh, in, on Wednesday, um, but we're mm-hmm. really trying to get the people to do action on the campus of their university of CEGEP or like to be um, CEGEP de Sherbrooke and University of Sherbrooke uh, working together so that we actually mobilize on the campus. Because what we saw um, in the years is people were gathering bus to come to Montreal and it's it's really great to, yeah. to come to Montreal for a day and it's really mobilized, uh, good mobilization, but it's actually people that can take the bus and do three hours six hours of bus to come and then um we need to actually mobilize the people on the campus as well because the 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 goal is is that everyone understand the campaign and can have a chance to discuss about it and um, just to ask the question and to feel that we are listening to their concern as well um so so yes so there's a lot of action it's a it's a good mix between workshop discussion and as well um doing like you know i don't know like preparing stuff for for the march or uh, or just having fun together after afterwards um to to build connection and to to build a, a solidarity between the the strikers um and as well i think there's a lot of people working on the um, on like we are on media to to give interviews 
uh, to write, write letters and uh, things like that. That takes a lot of time. That it's we want to visualize the fact that um, being an activist is is a lot of um, work, and uh, we want we want to um, share the work between uh, the people and yeah. So um, so there's gonna be a lot of action if you're going to um, grab the stage that you have all the action in the Quebec by region. And my understanding is that the strikes and actions taking place this week. They're not an end in and of itself. They're um, they're part of an effort that potentially will involve another uh, strike or more actions in the spring. And from what I understand, yeah. some of the student associations have actually voted to do so already. So, can you give mm-hmm. give our listeners a sense of what what we might expect uh, in the coming uh, in the coming months, especially uh, in the spring? So, um, actually, it was action plans that were voted in um, uh, by the students. So what we, we voted was an ultimatum. So we're saying that after this week, we are in strike and we ask for a salary and um, good working conditions for interns. And if the government is not um, accepting this verification, um, we plan to have another assembly uh, for students and then vo- vote if we want to be in Grève Générale Illimité, which means that it's going to be like a, a bigger strike until... Um, the government accept um, our terms. Um, so it's 30 uh, student association that vote uh, this action plan. Jackie and, and Laurie, uh, with the time remaining, I just want to get into maybe some of the uh, bigger issues around the idea of having intern interned work or any unpaid work paid. And there is a, a critique that I've heard. I'm not necessarily... Uh, in favor of this critique, but I think it's worth sharing with our listeners and getting your reply that interns, student interns who are asking to get paid, that's part of a process of the commodification of education. What's your response to that uh, that critique? Well, well, actually, it's already been uh, made. I mean, the education is already um, built around the company and um, the economic system, what we need. So when we say it's actually... It, it's already been, it's already there. So with that fact, um, I think it's it's not a good excuse to make us in a more precarious way. It's, it's the way that we are in internship and we want to have more rights to actually have interns union and interns um, community so we, we can actually address those issues in a, in a union way or in a collective way. Because right now it's it's happening, but we don't have any um, resources to to address those issues as students and as interns. Yeah, and I think that um, also when we something that we'll hear a lot that's kind of in touch with that argument is, you know, the the monet- really like the monetary aspect of you know paying. Uh, paying student interns who are, who are supposed to be students who are supposed to be, you know, learning, you know, um, to that, I think what we can often answer is that, uh, there's a lot of injustice in, 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 in paying interns and in not paying interns in so much that it's not all interns that are unpaid a lot. There's many interns that are paid and it's in very, um, uh, very specific, uh, domains, um, you know, such as engineering, such as computer science, um, 
in those kind of uh, in those kind of domains. So when we speak about, you know, are we really just commodifying education? Uh, we'd have to be consistent in that in that argument, right? We'd have to say that, okay, well, if no stages, if no internships will be paid, uh, then really we have to make sure that no internships are paid. But then again, to that, we'd say that uh, it really just responds to a very, very um, basic uh, concept in in capitalism, right, or or in just in, in labor, where we say that labor gives a service, and in exchange of that service, there's a pay. So there's a salary, there's a remuneration, and that's really just like the the basic concept that it that it responds to. Um, and if we speak also to the idea of internships that uh, are, you know, are in fact just a learning experience, that would be completely false. Uh, we have a lot of students actually that when they do go into their internships, they're 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 um, they're replacing people who are on sick leave or who are on maternity leave, maternity leave. So it's really just, you know, replacing an employee who is paid with another employee who is not paid. Uh, so it's not solely in for educational purposes. It's, you know, also for free labor purposes. Laurie and Jackie, uh, this effort by CUTE, the uh, Campagne sur le travail étudiant, it's a great acronym, CUTE. <laughs> uh, in English, it's mm -hmm. uh, the Campaign for Student Work. It began in in 2016. And the strike taking place now in late 2018 is a combination of a lot of work. It strikes me that this uh, this campaign and the strike that's taking place is in the in the um, context of a larger struggle that dates back to the 70s and beforehand of recognizing all kinds of work that's done for free, which is gendered as mm -hmm. work done by women and care work. For example, the wages for housework campaigns um, uh, in the 1970s. One of the one of the figures sort of identified with that is Silvia Federici, who came to Montreal and spoke several times, uh, addressing, um, for example, um, meetings organized by CUTE. So, can you talk about this campaign for getting unpaid internship work recognized as paid work in part of as part of a larger effort in terms of recognizing all kinds of work that is done for free? and not recognized as, as paid labor. Yeah, I think that like the, um, we can, it speaks a lot to the broader aim of the CUTE um, that is to uh, recognize intellectual labor done by students as labor in itself as well. And then when you tie that into the intellectual and also practical labor that are done by students who are in domains that are women-dominated, um, and dominated by uh, marginalized folks as well, you know, it ties into that very well as well into the uh, into a fight for uh, paying um, work that that goes that goes unnoticed or that goes unpaid because it's not um, it's not seen as a widespread you know definition of what is labor. Uh, so into these domains of that are that are uh, fields of care and that are fields of um, of yeah of devotion that we call. Uh, it, it does tie into that really well, um, and it and it comes into that to that movement where it also you know uh, contributes to the wage gap and it contributes to marginalization of women uh, on an economic perspective, and of single mothers as well, and um, of people who are already you know marginalized economically. Yes, and actually there were a campaign uh, called Wages for Students. Um, yeah. in, in those years as well. Um, it was in the United States and in Europe as well. So it, it continues. The CUTE 
um, we have a perspective of the, about student work, as Jackie said, and it's it's still between the productive and reproductive work that we have in capitalist um, system. So yeah, the interns work it's an invisible work. It's a devotion work, and it clearly goes with the feminist movement of um, having the recognition of all the the care, all the all the work that, that we do. And it's also linked to the way that the evaluation in the interns are. Um, we saw some internship um, discussing, like people discussing about the smile that you have, about the fact that uh, you, you cannot be out as a LGBTQ mm. um, people because um, it's not in the culture of, for example, social work or as a nurse, you have to be neutral and be accessible. So when we say it, it's, Totally against um, the rights of uh, of the people in, in the Canadian chart to tell people actually that um, they have to to close themselves and to not talk about the fact they are LGBTQ people or um, and and stuff like that. So it's really linked to an inter- intersectional um, perspective of the yeah. fact that we are in a work that we don't have rights. So it's really difficult to fight when we are um, in a situation where we live in justice. So, um, yes, and it's also linked to the all the movement against the violence against m- women um, because we know with the studies that when we are already in a precarious, um, uh, well, milieu or like in the internship, um, you are more vulnerable to those kind of violence. So yes, yeah. so it's, it's all linked. Jackie and Laurie, uh, I want to wish you all the best of luck with the uh, actions taking place this coming week. Uh, it's part of a, a long, long-term campaign, and I'm sure there'll be much more to hear from you in the coming weeks and months. So uh, good luck with, uh, with the strike that's taking place this week. So, Laurie Bissonnette and Jackie O'Hayen, members of the Campagne sur le travail étudiant and student strikers and interns this week, thank you for speaking with us on No Borders Media. Thank, thank you, you very much. You were just listening to a No Borders Media interview with Laurie Bissonnette and Jackie O'Hayen, students and interns who will be on strike this week, along with upwards of 55,000 other students in Quebec. No Borders Media is an autonomous left-wing media network. We share and create content that supports the struggles of communities in resistance with a focus on the self-determination struggles of indigenous peoples, migrants, refugees, and working-class people of color, all in the context of opposition to capitalism and colonialism. Some current focuses include migrant justice, resistance to borders, anti-fascism, and anarchism. We are in the early stages of our independent media project. To stay in touch, send us an email at nobordersmedianetwork at gmail.com or look for No Borders Media on Facebook, Twitter, or SoundCloud. You can access our podcasts at Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Much more to come in the coming weeks and months. <laughs>